Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, February the 3rd. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's joy. I wish you God's life, my friends. Thank you for taking time to be with me to break open God's word. As always, we are going to look to the readings for this coming weekend. It is the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time, again, using a common lectionary that is not only what the Catholic Church uses, although I am a a Catholic lay minister and have been for 30 years. It is a common lectionary that our uh, mainline Protestant brothers and sisters use as well. And so if you were going to a Lutheran, a Methodist, a UCC church this weekend, uh, most likely you would be hearing the same readings. Um, And not just those, but those are the ones that I I put out there. Um, So what are the readings we're going to hear? As always, I like to focus on the first reading and the gospel because those readings are specifically picked out to, to pair. The gospel is read sequentially. Why do I bring that up now? Because you know last week we started with Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, right? That's Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. We heard the Beatitudes last week, which was chapter 5, 1 through 12. Uh, And we are going to start immediately afterward. In fact, for the next several weeks, we are going to be hearing from Matthew's Sermon on the Mount. Uh, In fact, what it'll do is it's going to take us right up to the to the feast of Lent, to the season of Lent. And, uh, and unfortunately, because by the time we're done with Lent, well, not unfortunately, we, we get to the season of Easter. That's not unfortunate at all. But what 90 days we are in what's called privileged time, we won't get back to ordinary time uh, for three months down the line. So it's going to be June by the time we're back in ordinary time and we won't get back to the Sermon on the Mount. We're going to miss a great deal of it. At least I'm going to bet half of it. So, all that said, my friends, the gospel is read sequentially, and we're going to hear the next four verses in Matthew chapter 5. Our gospel will be Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 16 today, very famous ones. You're going to recognize them. And the first reading is is chosen specifically to go along with that and, and to tie into the message, the theme and where the arrow is pointing within the gospel. And today, that is Isaiah, the great prophet, chapter 58, verses 7 to 10. Okay? So again, my friends, before we begin, let's just settle ourselves. Let's just invite the Spirit of God, uh, both within, around, and among us, to be present, to open us, uh, that this Word of God may find root within us and may grow Uh, with each passing day, okay? And so with that, my friends, again, what are we looking for? We're looking for a word, a phrase, an idea. Let the Spirit of God, who is alive, let the Spirit of God um, speak to you. How the Spirit of God speaks to you, I'm not going to limit it to a word, a phrase, or an idea, but that's one of the ways. Lord God, come upon us and open up for us a word, a phrase, or an idea where you can dialogue with us, and we can chew on that, okay? So let's break open God's word together. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, share your bread with the hungry, 
Shelter the oppressed and the homeless. Clothe the naked when you see them, and do not turn your back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your wounds shall quickly be healed. Your vindication shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am, if you remove from your midst oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech, if you bestow your bread on the hungry and satisfy the afflicted, then light shall rise for you in the darkness, and the gloom shall become for you like midday. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Again, my friends, a word a phrase, an idea. Spirit of God, come upon us. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth. But as salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is to be set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one, huh? So how okay, let's start. I want to start with the gospel. I'm going to go back to Isaiah and then I'm going to end with the gospel. And I got to do all this in less time than I did last week cuz last week we went 22 minutes and I promised you 20 minutes or less. My goodness sakes. How how's this going to work? Well, let's let's keep giving it a shot and let's see how this goes. So, my friends, Jesus says to his disciples, remember, Sermon on the Mount, Jesus saw the crowds. He saw them in their totality. He saw us in our fullness with our wheat and our weeds. He sees us all and he chooses us as his followers. He doesn't just select the qualified and we can say, well, I got too many check marks against me. Therefore, he's not choosing me, meaning Jesus. That's not it at all. Jesus chooses all of us, and he will, he, Jesus, will qualify us for that role. Don't you worry about that. Jesus is the one that will sanctify us, that will make us holy. That's the work of the Spirit. It is not our own work. And we will never get to whatever finish line that is that uh, we call perfection, because you know what? That's a heresy. And, and as a church, and I see that bigger, I mean, I mean the people of God when I say that, that's, that's not what we are called to be. That is, that is, get rid of that thought. All right, that was a diatribe. Didn't mean to do that. Here's my point. Jesus looked at the crowds in their mourning, remember? 
Blessed are you who mourn. In their, in their sorrowful, in their hunger and thirsting for righteousness, in all these ways that they're coming up short and they think they are no longer the beloved one. And he looks at them and says, you, you, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Here's, here's what I know. Here's what I know and I've heard for years and years in ministry. It's, it's probably come out of my mouth. It's probably come out of yours. No, I, I can't do it. You know, God's going to, need, God needs to call somebody better. God needs to call somebody uh, more ready. God, God needs to do whatever. Or God is the salt of the earth. Not me. God is the light of the world. Not me. Well, of, of course, the truth is God is the salt and God is the light. But how else is God going to show that salt and light unless it is through God's very creation, which is you and I? All right, thanks be to God, it doesn't all rest on you and I. Because everyone else uh, who walks the face of the earth has this choice as well. Thanks be to God, it doesn't just rest on that either. It rests on all of creation. Uh, to, to say yes to the very being of who they are. But Jesus looks at us, my friends, and says, you are the salt of the earth. Okay? Okay? Meaning, he's challenging us to say, do you believe it? Yeah, I know you're mourning, and I know you're sorrowful, and I know you have plenty of weeds, maybe even more than wheat in our lives, and that's all we see within us, and say, how can you, God? But God looks at us and says, don't, don't you understand? You are the salt, and you are the light, my friends, because people are looking to you and I in order to see what God looks like. I always tell, tell people, um, the best thing that, this is just an example, the best, the best thing, best way for a, a father to love their child is to love their mother. And the best way a mother can love their child is to, to love the father. Because that child grows up seeing and knowing what love looks like. And when they can know what love looks like, they can begin to envision it in their own life. And all of a sudden, the world becomes a safe place. And they can go out there and, and express that love in whatever relationships they have, right? That's, we, we, and the church call that sacrament with, a, with a, a capital S or a lowercase s. But either way, that's churchy words. Really, it's just saying, we know it when we see it. And God is saying, you, you, me, all of us, we're the salt. To the extent that we believe it, to the extent that we say yes to that mission, God can use that. And God will use that. And there may be people that we have no idea uh, that, that are watching that saying, okay, I know now more what that means because of how that that was lived not perfectly of course we're not going to live it perfectly that's we're not called to live it perfectly okay i told you i'd go back to isaiah so isaiah invites us oh gosh and i'm already going long here's what i'll say thus says the lord okay so this is the prophet isaiah this is god speaking through isaiah share your bread with the hungry shelter the oppressed and the homeless Clothe the naked when you see them and do not turn your back on your own. All of this I think none of us would be surprised at. Sure, of course, we're called to, to do this. We know this. 
right? It almost sounds like the sheep and the goats, right? And when Matthew 25, when he divides them up and said, you know, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Ill and in prison and you visited me. All those things. We know that. But here's the point I love. Do those things. And then, this is now these are the words of, of Isaiah. These are the words of the Lord through Isaiah. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn and your wound shall quickly be healed. Brothers and sisters, that light does not light in us because um, we set it afire. I, I don't understand the economy of God, but I know the economy of God acts like this. When I am doing something for someone else, as best I can putting myself outside of it, then somehow um, I am most alive. Does that make sense, what I'm saying to you? I, again, this is not, I, I don't think this is just Joe talking. I think this is how God created us. That somehow when we are at our best and we are acting in an altruistic, loving, giving, uh, charitable way toward others in our life, whatever that looks like, somehow we feel most alive. And then, only then, does our light break forth like the dawn. Do we do that? No. No, we've said yes to God's word. We've said yes to being salt or light somehow, but it's God who lights it. It's God who brings flavor to that in, in whatever way God can somehow. And we are most alive in the midst of that. We must say yes to this mission. We are called to be women and men of charity and justice. I said that last week. I'm not going to bemoan that. I'm not going to go on about that. But brothers and sisters, when we do this, somehow, and I love that phrase, somehow in the economy of God, that is when we are at our best. Last thing I'll say, and I love this part, the end of the gospel, right? Okay, you are the light of the world, right? Uh, a city on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do you light a lamp, put it under the bushel basket. It is to be set on a lampstand which gives light to all in the house. Just so, now this is what I want us to concentrate on, just so your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. Your light, and here's the beauty, brothers and sisters, the light you carry is unique to you. And the light I carry is unique to me. And the light of the person sitting next to you is, is unique to them. And each one of us, at some level, must embrace that light and allow that to shine. Because, brothers and sisters, in the mosaic of God, uh, we are not called all to be the same. What kind of a mosaic would that be? What kind of a stained glass window would that be? It would be awful. We are called to bring light into the world in a way that is unique to us, in a voice that is unique to us. Now, here's the danger. Here's the trap, because everything has a trap. It can be easy to fall into, look at how wonderful and unique I am and, and make ourselves the center point of that uniqueness and that gift and that voice and that, uh, that, that salt or whatever that is like, right? That's the trap. Brothers and sisters, as Paul says, our life is not about us. I live no longer I, but Christ lives in us, in me. And so how can we accept who we are in Jesus Christ and say yes to how we are made, how we think, how we live and move and have our being in the world, right? How can we say yes to that? Because we must. We must. 
And in saying yes to that, my friends, do you know what we do? We give permission to those others in our life who see us to do the same thing. And only then, brothers and sisters, only then can we live fully into that mosaic of God. I'll even say it, live fully into that kingdom of God, into the full stature of Jesus Christ by saying yes to who we are in Christ. Just so your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds, they may see who you are in Christ, and they have permission to do the same. That's so good. Let that be the word upon which we sit. Let's take time to pray. So we begin, my friends, as we begin all things in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth luminous mystery, the institution of the Eucharist. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. We have made it to February. May God be with you as we journey our way through this wonderful Sermon on the Mount. Be well, and God's peace.